about season one was fun. Talking about my favorite team, can't have nothing else there. But this season, season two, you got to get a little bit more real because this season has the Super Bowl in our backyard, SoFi State. So if you don't know my voice by now, I'm down at the place like a silence, and you getting ready to listen to Ramley talk. Horns up, Rams house, let's get it. Let's talk Rams football. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's edition of Ramley Talk! Playmakers Bar Podcast bringing you this lovely episode on today. Also brought to you by Super Draft Pro, Super Draft Sportsbook. If you love daily fantasy, Super Draft Pro is the way to go. Now, ladies and gentlemen, on this January 6, 2022, the first episode in 2022 for Ramsey Talk. Wow. Wow, yeah. Because last week, it was the end of 2021. But the game was in 2022. So this is the first Ramsey Talk of 2022. Which is the regular season finale episode because we are in week... 18, ladies and gentlemen. Week 18. Ram Nations. This is a big week for us. This is a big week for the Rams. So much is on the line and this week and is against a team that we can't stand. But I'm going to get into this game later. I got to recap what took place in week 17. Give you your fan player of the week. And I'm thankful for everybody who came out to vote. On Facebook, y'all came out and voted y'all butts off. I am so appreciative for that. We're gonna get to that and we're gonna dive into the season finale because there's so much on the line. But the reason why we got here because we had to go to Baltimore to the Big Crab Cake to take on Tyler Huntley and the Baltimore Ravens. No Lamar Jackson in this game. And it was a tale of two halves, quite literally. Because half number one, uh, we didn't look so good. And why we didn't look so good? We had Taylor Rapp and Jalen Ramsey getting into it. We had Matthew Stafford throwing two picks both by the way to Clark. And when he took one back to the house to give them a 7 nothing lead. Which is like kind of ridiculous here. But yet again, Matthew Stafford threw a pick six. Yeah, Matthew Stafford... Threw two interceptions in the first half, both to Clark. And he took one back to the house. Ravens leading. Now we was able to get down the field and score a touchdown with Sony Michelle. And we cut the deficit down a bit. But the second half, Matthew... Oh, no. Oh, no. There was some words being exchanged in the locker room. Sean McVay had some choice words to say. I don't know what took place in the locker room. Because Matthew Stafford came in the second half and he was a different quarterback. 14 or 14 in the second half. 162 yards, a touchdown in the second half. He threw a touchdown to Cooper Cup in the first half, but I mean, when it came down to it, Matthew Stafford was balling. Now that was his 42nd career comeback victory. 
game winning drive as the Rams beat the Baltimore Ravens 20 to 19. The total numbers for seven was 26 for 35, 309, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Tony Mashir had 19 carries, 74 yards on the touchdown. Cooper Cup, six, six catches, 95 yards on the touchdown. Tyler Hitby had six catches as well for 69 yards. OBJ, five catches, 39 yards, and the game winning touchdown pass from Matthew Stafford. Von Miller, three tackles for loss, including two sacks. Jordan Fuller, four tackles, a pass break and an NIT. That actually helped keep us in the game. My fact, that's what Michelle Tustin doesn't happen if Matthew Stafford, if Jordan Fuller don't make that big and we cut the deficit down. I think we went down by like 10. I think we were down by, what was it, 10 or 10? It won. It was. It was a deficit that we can manage. I knew that much. But it won for Jordan Fuller. That game could have got out of hand at Baltimore, and that would not have been pleasing for us. Seeing that what took place later on that day with the Arizona Cardinals beating the Dallas Cowboys to help put us in the position that we are in this weekend. Uh, but shout out to Jordan Fuller because that was a game changing in EIT. Towards the end of the half because that that got us down that put us down 13 13 to 7 at halftime so I am very appreciative of that because it was up 10 though he gets Jordan Fuller gets the interception Matthew Stafford find Cooper Cup we get a touchdown they kick a field goal at the end of the half so setting us being down double digits we're down six. And then Matthew, like I said, Matthew Stafford did what Matthew Stafford did in the second half. Critical fourth down play going to OBJ on fourth and five. And then a very nice play hitting OBJ in the corner for the end zone. Very well done. Uh, for the Baltimore side, Tyler Huntley, 20, 20 for 32, 179 yards passing in the INT. Dante Freeman, 14 carries, 76 yards. Mark Andrews led the way receiving wise. Six catches, 89 yards. Rashad Bateman, seven catches for 58 yards. I already told you about Clark. These two picks could in the pick six. We got the victory. We got the dub on the road. Back-to-back -back early kickoff games, one in Minnesota, one in Baltimore. We both come out victorious, even though Matthew Stafford has been throwing a pick. That is his fifth pick in the last two games. I think seven in the last three. If Matthew Stafford and his offense can get off to a better start, we won't be in this predicament. But nevertheless, we did what we had to do. Von Miller came through three sacks, I me mean two sacks, and Donna got a sack. That's three. That's three of the five sets that they got on Tyler Huntley. Defense came through last the week before against Minnesota, so we gotta improve on the offensive side because Stafford, we can't have these turnovers in the playoffs. Turnovers in playoffs equals loss. We don't want that. The Super Bowl, as of right now, is still in L.A., by the way. For those of you who have not been paying attention to me. There's a COVID outbreak going on in California yet again. And now the NFL is looking for a backup plan just in case they can't do it. And plus, the COVID protocols in California are kind of, from what most people who live out there, kind of shady. Okay, I'm putting it nicely. Because, you know, I want to be, I want to make this like a professional podcast. I want to be professional with this. People out there, they don't like the protocols, and with the protocols the way it is, and what in the outbreak that's going on in California, the Super Bowl might get shifted to out of all places in the world. 
Arlington, Texas, and Jerry Jones at Cowboy Stadium. So there's a possibility the Super Bowl might not be held in LA. It could be held in Arlington, Texas for the Dallas Cowboys. That'll be the worst thing ever because we've been looking forward to this Super Bowl being at SoFi Stadium. We would love for it to stay at SoFi Stadium, but I need to, I need the state of California to get it together. Okay. Super Bowl is supposed to be in LA. We want the Super Bowl in LA. We want to see the Rams in the Super Bowl in LA. Okay? Okay. Now, before that is all decided and whatnot, we gotta get through the regular season. But before we get through the regular season, week 17 Van Play of the Week voting. And like I said earlier, Y'all came out and vote. We had a total of 260 votes. That is good. I think that is the most votes we had of this entire season. As I'm going back looking through all the other ones. Yep, that is the most votes we had. Even out during week one when we had 242. We had 260. So I'm very appreciative of you guys coming out and vote. And with that being said, with half of the votes, with a vote of 130, 50% of the votes. Your fan player of the week is Odell Beckham Jr. And most of you y'all commented on there and said, like, you got to give it to OBJ because the critical fourth down play in the game with the touchdown catch. I'm not going to argue with that. Jordan Fuller would have been my vote because that was a game-changing INT to keep us in the game in the first half instead of that game getting out of hand. You could have went with Cooper Cup. I wouldn't have been mad. You know, Cooper Cup been doing Cooper Cup things. And it is what it is. But, hey, I can't be mad. OBJ came through in the clutch for us. Fourth and five, we needed five. He got a six. Came right back to him for a touchdown. I can't be mad about that. I really can't. That is, I, that is very awesome. <laughs> very awesome. So, OBJ... Your seventh game with the Rams, I believe. You get the fan has voted you play of the week. Good job, sir. You've come in, you have played very well for us. You have done your part. You have not been in distraction, and we love it. We would love to keep you going forward, but that's another subject for another day. Now, week 18, the regular season finale. The division is on the line. It's an NFC West showdown in LA, and the division is up for grabs, along with the playoff spot. Up for grabs as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. The Los Angeles Rams are a win away from catching the NFC West title in the second seed. The San Francisco 49ers are a win away from being in the playoffs. That's how big this game is. That's how crazy this game is. Because a win by the Rams, we win the NFC title. We win, we get second seed behind Green Bay, who has clinched home field advantage. And yes, the road to the Super Bowl we go through goddamn Lambeau Field. Unfortunately. But we've seen this coming, so it, it, it is what it is, alright? Now, first and foremost, this is to address the elephant in the room. The San Francisco 49ers have whooped our ass five times, okay? Five straight. They have whooped our ass five straight, okay? Just this addressed elephant in the room. For those of you who wanted the second seed, 
So it's like, do you cheer for the Cowboys and get the division title out of the way, or do you want Arizona to win and then have a shot at the second seed? Here's the problem with that scenario, because now we know Arizona won. For us to get the second seed and win the division, we have to beat the team who has whooped our ass five times in a row. And when I say whooped our ass five times in a row, legit whooped our ass five times in a row. If you recall, they beat our ass by like 20 points on Monday Night Football early, in the, early this season. Matter of fact, what was the score of that? What was the final score of that? I know they got in this one there. I do believe it was like, matter of fact, got in no Cause that's when I went off. Cause I was ticked off that we got ass with the 49ers. We should never get ass with the 49ers, but we did anyway. Uh, as I'm going through here, they whooped our ass 31 to 10. 31 to 10. That was back in week 10. That was part of our three-game lose streak. We got our ass whooped on Sunday Night Football by the Tennessee Titans. We came back on Monday Night Football. Got our ass whooped by the San Francisco 49ers. Took a bye and then we got our ass whooped in the Lemo field. Matthew Stout with 26 for 41. 243. A touchdown and two wide teams. One taken back to the house by Jimmy Wall, who had both picks, by the way. Sound familiar, right? Yeah. Clark did the same thing once. Derrick Henson had five carries for 31 yards. Shawnee Michelle had four carries for 20 yards. You weren't running the ball. Cooper Cup had 11 catches, 122. Van Jefferson had three catches for 54 yards. Jimmy G, who's questionable by the way, but I think he might play this game with so much on the line. 15 for 19, 182, two touchdowns. Elijah Mitchell, 27 carries, 91 yards. Devo Samuel, five catches. On five targets, 97 yards, a touchdown. Debo Samuel, five carries, 36 yards, a touchdown. George Kittle, five catches, 50 yards, a touchdown. 31 to 10. Monday Night Football Week 10 at Santa Clara. That's how the street got to five. With the ass whooping. They switched our ass the last past two seasons before we got to that game. Yeah. This is the situation that we are in, ladies and gentlemen. Ram Nation. You want the second seed, right? For you to get the second seed, you got to beat the team that we've been whooping our ass. How do y'all feel about it now? If, the, if we, would took, we took care of business in Baltimore, it's just the fact that Arizona found a way to win on the road, as we usually do. Against the Cowboys. So now. Rams win. They win the NFC West. They win the second seed. With the win. Oh, the Seattle Seahawks beat the Arizona Cardinals. The Rams will also clinch the division. Okay. Simple. San Fran wins. They're in the playoff. But if Atlanta gets beat by New Orleans. Earlier in the day. That means San Fran has to be there. So they will know before kickoff. If they have to win, are they in? Because San Fran needs Atlanta to sweep New Orleans for them to get in before they play us. Or if New Orleans win, that means this game here, San Fran needs. So, this is what we have. The Rams 
would clinch the third seed with a loss. A Cardinals lost with a Bucks win. The Rams would clinch the fourth seed with a loss. Cardinals lost with Tampa Bay and Dallas win. Or the Rams would be the fifth seed by simply losing in Arizona beating the Seahawks. So we can either go from second to fifth within this game. That's how important this game is. Okay? This game is very important. Seeding is on the line as well as the division title. Now, Cam Makers is set to make his regular season debut in the season finale. He is ahead of schedule. They like what they've been seeing in practice. They're going to get him some reps. I don't think they're going to work him too much, but they're going to get him some game with to get him back in game shape for the run in the playoffs. So that's good to know. But ladies and gentlemen, this is very important. We cannot lose for a sixth time to San Francisco. We cannot. Debo Samuel has been going bananas since that Monday game game. He's over, he has over 1,300 yards receiving, six touchdowns. Okay? And he's been running the ball too. This season he has ran for, let me go look at the rushing. Let's see if I can find the rushing stats for Debo Samuel. Give me a second. Because Debo has been talking rock. And it's getting very scary right now. Debo has 51 carries for 320 and 7 touchdowns. He's averaging 6 yards a carry. 6 yards a carry. Debo is the ultimate dual threat wide receiver right now. He can catch it and he can run it. We need we need to be on our guards, okay? He is averaging seven. He's averaging 18 yards a catch this season with six touchdowns. The man has 13 touchdowns, okay? He's doing it all for the San Francisco 49ers. So Jalen Ramsey, you have your matchup. It is Debo Samuel. We're him I don't give a damn what your game plan is. I need Jalen Ramsey on Debo Samuel. We got to figure out how to guard George Kittle. He's like on guard. So, but we need we need to slow them down. They've been out physicing us for the past five games. We need to show that we can get physical as well. And let San Fran know we would not be tolerating y'all kicking our ass. Which means, Sean McVay, you need to exercise your Kyle Shanahan demons, all right? And show Kyle Shanahan, like, damn it, you don't own me, okay? Because he's been owning you. Cooper Cup is on pace to, you know, break the regular season record that was held by Calvin Johnson. He will be the Triple Crown winner. He has 15 touchdowns. He has over 1,800 yards receiving with 138 catches. That's just ridiculous. That's good enough. But does establish the running game with Sonny Michelle and Cam Akers a bit. We'll get with Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson, Tyler Higby when it's time in OBJ. Don't turn the ball over. Please don't turn the ball over. You turn the ball over against them, we gonna lose. And most likely we're gonna end up being the fifth seed. Because if I'm being quite honest, I think I got Seattle, I got Seattle losing to Arizona. Okay? I'm just putting that out. So we I want the division crown. And with the division crown, it comes with second place. It comes with second seed. So I'll take that. Alright. Let's handle our business. 
do what the hell we need to do. Stop losing to the damn 49ers so we can move on for the playoffs, okay? Thank you. And that's all I got for this episode because this is a big game. I don't need to say nothing more about it. If you love Daily Fantasy, if you love sport booking, Super Draft, Super Draft Post Sports Booking is for you. Check out, click on the link that's in the show notes. Sign up. Say that I sent you the Playmaker. And, and have fun. Other than that, I'll talk to y'all next week because it's Wild Card Weekend. And you know, I'll be ready for whoever we got in Wild Card Weekend. Business. Thank you for listening to your new episode of Ramley Talk. And if you enjoyed the episode, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and whatever else that you listen to Ramley Talk on. And for those of you who are iTunes and Apple Podcasts lovers, leave us a rate and review on those, and we'll gladly know how we're doing. Until next time, Donald Pegamaker signing off. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.